Alright, well cool. What's up, Clear Fire? It's good to have you back here for another late night game chat. I hadn't talked to you in a long time. I was going to say, you starting it off there making it sound like like I'm not even on the show anymore. No, no, of course you're on the show. It's H&K. This is an H&K subset. This is an H&K video game experience late night game chat. I just mean I hadn't talked to you in a long time. I know it has been a while since we talked, man, but it, it was just funny. I just, I was yeah, it does sound weird. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's been real busy, but I have been enjoying some games, though, dude. Um... We'll get into it in a second, but uh, let's give everybody what we're going to do with this late night game check. We're going to talk, talk a little bit about some, uh, what are we talking about? Games Pass? Games Pass, Sony's possible answer to that, a little bit of Discord, some good stuff like that. All that kind of stuff okay. that we, we gamers like and things like that. Before we jump into that, I want, I want to throw out uh, a couple, I guess you'd call it quasi shout outs. It's more of a, a, an apology on a delay of delivery, but I want to uh, shout out to our listeners, Jonathan Sanger, Anthony Diastello, and Kyle Olam. Guys, thank you for hanging in there with us. Thank you for... No, not, no, 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 not, not us. Not, I, I got to thank them. I got to thank not them. Not us, I, you. I, I, it, it's, it's us. It's us. No, I, I said know, mine I out was, right away. Uh, that, that's fine, but um, no, it th- is. thank you for hanging in there with us, You know, specifically me. Um, and not, not giving me too much grief about that. And I do apologize for letting it fam- uh, I said, I wouldn't say family issues and really not family issues, but just personal issues getting in the way of getting things out and delivered in a timely matter. And I do apologize for that. And hopefully you all enjoyed the added bonuses and the little extras that I threw in there as well. And, um, yeah, we, I apologize for that and, uh, won't let that happen again. At least plan not to let that happen again. So that's that's one of the things that we've seen a constant trend on is delayed in um, mails and stuff. But, you know, we're trying to get better and it's just it's busy, man. I'm bu- I know everybody's busy. Life, life, blah, blah, blah. But lately I've been really busy with uh, just every day of the week. I got something with the kids, which is cool. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Today's Tuesday. I don't have anything because dance is over. For my little there girl, so so I got till next year, and so I've been kind of cracking into these games again, man. Um, Outriders. Uh, so first of all, I was at, at work, and I was like, man, I just can't get into games. I can't get into games. And that's probably why we also relaxed on the H and K because I just couldn't get into games. And my my buddy goes, dude, you hadn't played that Outriders then yet, have you? And I go, ah, oh, let me check it out. Great game, phenomenal game. It's a mix of Mass Effect, Destiny, Gears of War. It's so good. Uh, four different characters to choose from online. You can play it three people. It's a lot of fun. A lot of gear, uh, good, good, cool gear stuff. That all these special stuff. Kind of got the same code, color code as Destiny and stuff like that. So that's fun. I've been playing that. But I'll tell you what I did, and I'm thinking about putting this up. Is Zelda: Link to the Past? We're gonna we need to do one. Yes, I need to get, we discussed this some. Me, you, and Nick Thimianos on to to chop this one up. Um, yes, great game. But what I've done is I used the little mirror glitch to go into the dark world early. Yeah. And so I hadn't fight haven't fought Agamemnon. So I always heard that, oh, you can't really do nothing in the dark world. I can I've already finished level one, four, six, and now I'm trying to do the ice palace so that I can get the level four sword. And I hadn't even finished finished Agamemnon. So what I'm gonna do, and some of you might already know this, but I'm gonna go get all the crystals. Because when I when I get a crystal at the dark world, 
and I push start to pull it up, I still got the three pendants on. So I'm going to get all the crystals and then go back and defeat Agamemnon. And then as it warps me in, it'll already be like right there again. And I want to see what the game does. There you go. So I'm going to record it. We'll see what happens. It's just fun. But it's a great game, man. And I want to chop that up uh, big time with Nick. No, I think and that'd be you. fun too. And I think, I think too, uh, the unfortunate thing on that is, is um, I'd like to delay that a little bit because I don't, um, you know, for our listeners out there, I'm actually in the process of moving, and my moving schedule has been bumped up. Hence, why I've not been trying to even jump into any games right now because I'm having to focus on moving, moving from house to house and uh should be in brandon uh gonna have my high speed internet i've got it already scheduled to be installed before i even am fully living there because i want to make sure i have it and so that should be a great addition for me to have that and be up there and so that's just a quick little aside from the clear fire life outside of the gaming world but it's perfect because all you need is a tv with a plug in you don't need cable you don't need any of that don't need internet you got your snes mini Mm-hmm. plugs right in there and it's on yep. there it's perfect I, i'm excited about that because um you know I, I plan to uh upgrade tvs in the move <clears> as well <throat> and uh looking at going with the big bad oled tv uh gonna go with the lg cx i've been looking at that for a while so definitely gonna be happy about that upgrade there and then with the high speed internet hitting that gig speed that's gonna be a lot of fun and so for the flip side on that is is that means one Clearfire has more time to play games and two, he is actually going to be able to start streaming again. And so I will person. be streaming. So, yes. Again? Yeah, when have you I ever started streaming? Person. You've never streamed. Yes, I did. I used to stream all the time when I was oh, living Oh, you did Destiny that one time, yeah. I, I did, no, I did, I did it a lot. You did a few times. I'm still on Destiny. When I say one time, I mean that one like kind of channel that you did. Yeah, I mean, I stayed, I stayed on that, and I did stream a little bit of... Um, uh, monster hunter world but um yeah it was that and basically um we're gonna build this into doing some streams for the h and k group and just streaming there um and a side note on that i'm working on building us a discord channel for h and k so we can do all kinds of stuff there and connect with our gamer friends from all around the world and have fun there and set up play times and all of that so can i log into the discord and have is it like a can I do like a Twitch on Discord while I'm playing the game? Can it be streaming the game and talking at the same time? Yeah, you can actually do a Twitch into Discord and then they can look at and watch you from there. Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna yeah, look that, into that. that because it'd be fun to see. Because what, like I was talking about what I was doing with the link, uh, it'd be fun to with uh, Link to the Past, it'd be fun to kind of do that in, with people, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different options, and Discord's going to give us a few of those, and we're going to be able to build and grow on that. And two, we'll build up our streaming platform as well and have that you know we'll have youtube as our archive repository because i don't really like using twitch as a archive repository because it goes away after so long but then you can have twitch and we can have an h and k twitch channel there where we both Listen, stream to it from these time are all to time these are all just dreams like right now so we like to yeah, talk they're a big dreams game. as far as that so the once we start channel, doing it you'll know about it yeah the discord server <coughs> server is not a dream we actually do I, I just built that today and we'll start growing that and getting that out and once we have more details and start getting people to come into it after we get everything set the way we need to we'll start having y'all uh, we'll start inviting y'all um we'll definitely start with our facebook group there since we have a lot of people there that we try to keep up with and then we'll grow it out to whoever wants to from there can i just stream it on the hnk gaming lounge too i think you can yeah yeah, you should be able to um you have to make sure that you have a connection into a facebook page from your stream so you have to have like 
basically it's stream like your Twitch stream stream to your Facebook profile, and then you could take your Facebook profile and share it up like that. So, okay. Yeah, it's not it's not hard to do. We can do it with uh, we should be able to do it with our H and K group page. Okay, cool. I'm messing with the this mic here, so I don't know if it's going to sound all kind of crazy because it's just a little cheap USB mic. Clearfire's got the uh, serious business over there. Yeah, I had to jump to the XLR just because of the uh, background noise he used to have, hence why y'all have not heard the Beagles in a long time. And that's another bonus, too, of moving to Brandon. No more Beagles. I won't have Beagles barking in the background there'll, there'll all the time. There'll be something. There'll be something there. Oh, oh that, that'll sure. be something. You know, that's that, that's the thing with, with Clearfire here. You're always going to have something weird. <laughs> the third person Clearfire. That's, Man, what, that's, I was, that's what I was laughing at earlier, the third person. Okay, so let's talk about... Um, so let's just kind of give a little background here. So clear, if, if, you, if you're first time listening here, we ha- clear has the, the Xbox series X and PlayStation five. I have not gone to those yet, partly because I just haven't been able to find one easily. And so, um, and partly because I really don't have any interest in spending $500 for a PS five. I would probably get an Xbox with it for that though. Um, but just simply because I want to play some of the games, uh, rare replay, um, halos and so on. And if I'm going to, you know, there's just a part of me. Sometimes I walk by an Xbox is the one S the best one of the Xbox ones. That's the best one for the Xbox one, one. X one X is yeah. The okay. X is the highest of both lines. So you've got the series okay. X and the one <clears throat> X and then you've got the series S and the one S. Yeah. So I couldn't remember. And so I was like, okay, yeah, and that's not, uh, that's not the good one. But I could play all the games I want to play on just that. But if I'm going to get one, might as well get the next generation system. Well, they have the Xbox Games Pass with this thing now that Clearfire has been playing. The all access. That's a fantastic way for someone to get a system that doesn't want to pay up front the entire cost of the Xbox Series X. And I'll tell you this. It is not worth getting a Series S and getting Games Pass at all. It's just not. I wouldn't advise it for anything for the main reason. It's nothing over the the quality or the fact that the uh, Series S can't put out 4K or anything like that because just put all that aside. It's just for the fact that the Series S comes with only a five, 500 gig hard drive. And no, I think it's even smaller than that. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. I think it's smaller than that. And so you're looking at a a small hard drive. At, you know, at, at max 500 gigs. I know that the um I think the Series S X comes with a gig uh, or a terabyte hard drive. And I mean, you fill it up quick. And if you're going to be playing Games Pass, you're going to be downloading these games onto your system and basically playing them off your system, kind of like you know virtual or digital games. And so they're trying to sell the Series S as a digital console with only a 500 gig hard drive it's a very bad oversight on their part you know they should have put at least a terabyte in it if not more just for the fact that you know that right now if you want to play a series x or s game you can't just plug up a regular old external drive and have the extra space for that you actually have to use one of the proprietary seagate it looks like an old school memory card and actually goes into a slot on the back of the uh, series x and s for an expansion and i think that's only a one terabyte expansion as well for that and it's like 239 dollars right now and so you're looking at a really high cost for this playstation 5 just for a flip side on that 
you can't expand its hard drive right now either. It's sitting at what uh, 825 gigs for the PlayStation 5, and that's the same in the PlayStation 5 disc or discless version. There's no difference in the two other than one can play a disc and one can't. That's the only difference in the two. And right now, if you hook up an external drive, you can't play any PlayStation 5 games off of it, but you can save it to there. You would have to basically put it onto your internal hard drive before you can play it. So that's kind of one of the downfalls right now just to the new-gen consoles. If you're looking to expand the space, you can't do that. And with all of this new push for Games Pass, uh, PlayStation's possible answer to that, it just kind of is a damper on it. But I will say, Games Pass is awesome. I really love it. I've been enjoying it. And it allows flexibility of use. You don't have to have the console to play Games Pass. So... The Xbox Series S. So let's just go ahead and explain this. So Games Pass is not a streaming service necessarily. You download the games. That's something that people might be um, confused about. And what Clear is saying, and I'm just reading it here now. So out of the box, supposedly 512 gigabytes, as he said. Not so. That's what's out of the box. But after all the uh, the operating system, etc., 364 gigabytes. That is terrible, dude. Yep. That is garbage. They just like. That's an insult that you would even release that to the to that, the public. That, honestly, too, you know, I, I understand why they were trying to do it, but it's like, why drop that small of a hard drive in there with that small of space for user for for a digital gamers one. to do? Because you're di- di- doing digital games. Most of the games that's now, hilarious. if you're looking at the Series X S games, well, just call them Series X games because that's what they are. The, looking at the new gen games, most of those games are starting at a minimum of eighty to ninety plus gigs a game that's not including day one patches that's not including any of the updates that they push out through it most of the time the life of these games they expand to well over 120 to 150 gigs a game you're done right there at two games you know because you're looking at close to 300 gigs for just two games you've only got maybe 80 gigs left over to do something with i mean it's just, just it's, this is just it's a little terrible. bit ridiculous when you really think about it let's have a let's we're xbox or microsoft we're going to release two consoles one's going to be digital only so you can only download games on it and one's going to have a disc okay which one's going to have the smaller hard drive not just by a little bit about over half which one? Oh, the digital one that you download. This is it's absurd. I know we're trying to make a cheaper system. Nah, okay, well, you get one game. I mean, <laughs> you know, exactly. You I mean, you're done. I mean, and, and two, one new uh, game. And, and two, I mean, their whole marketing campaign for the series uh, S was we're trying to appeal to the casual gamer. Well, the problem is, is you're appealing to the casual gamer and only allowing them to have like two new, um, new generation games on the system you know they can't stick a disc in and play it and two nine times out of ten when you stick a disc in the disc consoles they download half the game onto the disc and you don't even really need the disc after it's already there they just use it for you know the licensing of the game so i mean it's kind of a lose-lose situation for gamers on the series s you know, and that's how I feel about the Series S. I wish they would have done or gone the same route that uh, Sony went with the disc and the discless versions of the PS5. They're the identical system, have the exact same specs, both of them. 
one's got a disc, one doesn't. You know, they should have done that with the Series X and the Series S. It just should have been like that. But, you know, that's their short sight there. Okay. So, Games Pass. There's very there's multiple plans that you can do. And a lot mm-hmm. of them have to do with either console only, console and PC, or console and PC and Xbox Live. To go explain that a little bit. Am I, am I right? Hang on, let me pull up the. I didn't have the plans pulled up, um, so that's my that's my fault on it. So yeah, there are definitely different versions of the uh, Games Pass, and so um, let me get this up real quick so I can no make sure that I tell you the right thing. I don't want to tell you the wrong. So you have, um, so you have. Let's start at the very top. You have Games Pass Ultimate. Games Pass Ultimate gives you. Uh, Xbox uh, Live Gold, basically your way to be able to play That's $15 online. Fifteen dollars a month. Fifteen. Um, uh, the um, is that what the what they're selling? Yeah, this one's only fourteen ninety nine or something. Yeah, so it's, yeah, that's right. It's it's fourteen ninety nine a month for Xbox Games Pass Ultimate. You get to be able to play it on your console, on your Xbox console. So whatever Xbox you have, whether it's a One S, whatever, all the way up to Series X, you can play it on there all that you also can play it on your pc you know and i think if i'm not mistaken you can play all the same titles that you can play on your series x or console that you can play on your pc they're all the same and then you also get the ability to play it on your mobile phone or mobile device and that is that is where the big change is there because only certain games you can play on your mobile device now the titles are still a lot and it's a lot of fun and, and good, but you, you are limited because that is, and it's still in beta, and they just recently pushed out the iOS beta for that part as well. And um, I hadn't been getting good feedback on the iOS part of it, but I know from a, from an Android, man, it is fine. I've been playing the Forger game on it like crazy. I've even played some um, Forza Horizon 4 on a uh, Forza Horizon 4. Sorry, I couldn't get that out right uh, on it as well. And it actually looks really good on there. And it's, you know, the thing is, is with that, it's streaming from the cloud to your phone. So you're not downloading the game onto your phone. You're just playing it from a stream from a cloud computer. Really nice. I haven't had any issues with drops on it. And this is me out in the country playing on my on my phone. Hadn't had any drops, hadn't had any issues. Really solid on the phone. Looks really good. Every once in a while it'll pixelate out, but not too bad. So we'll move to a step down. You've got Games Pass for PC. This only allows you to play Games Pass on your PC. Not on the Xbox consoles at all. Not on mobile. And no Xbox Live Gold. It's just that. So, moving back down, now you have Xbox Games Pass for console. And this is a $10 a month subscription where it's just the Xbox Games Pass for the console. So, basically, you get the access to all the games on Games Pass, and that's it. There's nothing else to it. It's bare no X, No Xbox Live or whatever exactly. they used to call it. And then you have Xbox Live Gold, which they still say that it's a $9 uh, – roughly ten dollars a month but i think they've changed that recently so i have to look at that but you do have to have live gold to be able to play online with your friends and things like that just like for the playstation you have to play i have to have psn to play online with your friends so those are the four segments that you have of games pass you have one other segment that's called games pass all access what that is 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 you can buy games pass ultimate 
with a console and pay a monthly fee for your console and for your games pass all in one so for instance for me i'm paying the 35 dollars a month and i'm getting the series x and games pass ultimate for that one price and that's for two years. So you just financed your X, your, that's roughly what you're doing. You fi- yeah, yeah, roughly you financed your, I financed my Xbox, but for 0% interest. And when you calculate it out, I want to say it comes out to be over the life of that, either 5 or $10 cheaper than what it would be if you bought your Xbox outright and bought Games Pass for the same time, the Ult- Games Pass Ultimate for the same time. So you do save just a little bit of money. It's not much, but I was like, hey, look, it's saving 10 bucks, man. I'll save 10 bucks. Let's just do it, you know? And I did it and I've loved it every second since I've bought it because I've used it more on my mobile since I haven't been able to play my console due to moving. That's terrible, man. That's terrible on your mobile. I can't, I can't just let that go by. <laughs> well, I mean, are I'll you, look at are this you, way. are you in transit right now with your move? I'm in transit. I've got a lot of things packed up and everything. I've got boxes all around, and so I can't get into everything. The TV is the last thing you pack up. My TV is not packed, but the problem is, is I had to go ahead and start packing other things. You know, once you got family involved, you got to start, you know, prioritizing packing stuff. And I wanted to make sure that my consoles are the first things for me that get to my new house. And I want to make sure that they get there in the way that I want them there, not in a box somewhere packed deep that I have to unpack out or whatever. So I've got that set up. A specific way i'm very they're OCD already packed. when it comes to that part they're yeah. already packed but you're not moving for another over a week uh yeah for about a week or so but and I've you already had, got I've, your consoles I'm, packed yeah i've got well i don't have them all packed i've got like all but you know, i've got all yeah actually i take that back i've got all but the series x and the playstation 5 packed both of those are still out all the rest are packed yeah that makes sense so you need to be playing it man not on your phone Look, I play it when I get a chance, and I have to sometimes just break out and play it on the phone because sometimes <laughs> it's just how it ha- how it has to happen. So, but um, the thing is, it's not mobile games; it is actual real games. It's AAA there. titles it's, it's on the good, a it's the, it's four the, it's inch the, screen. It's the, it's the good ones, man. I, on this on this Note Ten Plus, man, they look fantastic. You know, it's 120 hertz. <laughs> the controller is a here. touch screen on your on your phone. No, I bought a so uh, Razer, the company that makes keyboards, mice, gaming yeah, yeah. headsets, and controllers and everything. They made a controller attachment for your phones, okay. and so it's like basically it turns my phone into a small Nintendo okay. Switch That's for not Xbox. Bad, then. That's so I actually better. got I actually got a actual. So it's just a screen. Is all. Yeah, yeah. You're it's just, playing... just turned it's just turning my phone into a screen and to make. Yeah, it all you're doing because... is playing. Okay, so I can deal with that. Yeah, because that but, makes sense. It's just this little screen that you put your yeah. controller to. And the controller I'm talking about is the Razer. Kishi, it's K-I-S-H-I, and it's the actual one that was made for the Xbox Live, or Xbox Games Pass, because they actually made one for the Xbox Games Pass. It's got an Xbox button on it. It functions just like a real Xbox controller. It just feels like I'm holding a Nintendo Switch instead. I've got all the triggers, all the right buttons and everything. I'm not trying to control it on my phone. No, no, no. So so to clear that up, I'm not taking my phone, using buttons on my phone screen or anything like that. I actually have an attachment to there to make it like a controller. And I was going to wait to get some hate mail from our fans talking about, I thought you wanted to keep gaming pure and you got Clearfire over there playing <laughs> on his phone. He's just using it. Everybody's just using it as a screen. That's all. It's just a, it's just a screen and a streaming device. That's all it is. It's not actual 
you know, gaming on the phone. You know, yes, I was playing a game on the phone for a while, but I have dropped that completely. I don't play that anymore at all. And I've, you know, that the only games I play through uh, right now, the main ones I play on Games Pass through my phone is Forager. And I do play some uh, Forza Horizon 4 on there. I've played a few of the, I've tried to jump into a couple of the Halo games again. And I just, it's hard for me to get into it. But, you know, I do play some of those like that, so... Get your Nintendo Mini out, Super Nintendo Mini out for Zelda, man. We're going to have to do that yep. one quick because... De- definitely going to get it out. We got the 100th episode coming up. We might have a few little surprises for you guys on the 100th episode. Not yes, Zelda will do. be the 99th. If we do Zelda, i got to contact Nick and find it, figure out if he wants to, to do that. But uh, the 100th episode is going to be a lot of fun. And that'll start... Well, I, well, we'll get into it. We're just I'm not going to get into it right now. But the 100th episode is going to be good. Okay. So now Games Pass again. So let's. I'm going to be a devil's advocate for Games Pass because I'm not. I'm probably not going to get get Games Pass. I'll be honest, um, and I and I'll go into why. So, but you're. But most stuff I see about it is good. Everybody's bragging on it. I've looked at the games on there. They got great games on there. They got Outriders on there. As a matter of fact, um, they so they got they got the games on there. That's not that's not in debate. Hold on. Let's let this water. There's a pipe that goes like directly by my ear, apparently, <laughs> in the wall. That's funny. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. Now back. <clears throat> so games pass. So they got the PlayStation now. I know you're talking about a. Uh, rebuttal later on for or not a rebuttal but what playstation is doing to answer later but uh so we, that's now i got I, I have the option to get that now on ps4 is what i'm getting at yeah. and i do not have it um i did it one time and it did not satisfy me as a gamer now what i mean is i'd play a game and play it for an hour and then there's another game. Oh, let me check this one out. There's new games out constantly. I got so many games on my shelf that I haven't even played them yet. I, to have an endless supply. There was a whole TED Talk on this, actually. Not on Games Pass, but I'll, I'll give you the quick gist of it. It's the psychological part. So I'm getting a little deep, deep on you here, but this is the point. Uh, he was talking about what freedom means, and it means choice, you know, right? We we look at freedom in America as choice. You had a choice to get all these different things, such as video games. And so he went to Gap or wherever, and he had, you know, back in the day, you just got one pair of blue jeans. I mean, you remember this too, clear. It's just whatever, oh, yeah. and it, they didn't fit good at first, and he broke them in, and they were perfect. Um, but when you go into Gap, you got, you know, boot cut, slim fit, you know, whatever, uh, loose, there's, you know, there's 15 different styles and the guy bought the pair of blue jeans that he wanted and left. And he was said, man, this is the most comfortable pair of blue jeans I have ever worn. But he wasn't happy because he was like, well, what if I'd have bought this pair? What if I would have bought this pair? What if I'd have bought this pair? Right. Back in the day, yeah. you had no choice and you just put on. So there's a whole TED talk on the human psychology, human psychology of that. And it kind of plays into this. And here we are keeping games pure. You've heard us say that. So we're, we both believe in not digital downloads are, uh, own, for owning your games. That's what we believe in. Clear's got the, the Xbox Pass. That's a little bit different. Those are uh, So we're, we're going to just talk about it. Um, 
He still buys and, physical and, games and all well, this. Well, and to and to explain that to a little bit, just for you listeners out there, doing the games pass or the all access allowed me be, to be able to get both consoles to be able to give our listeners the best feedback we possibly could on the new generation. It wasn't a, oh, let me get it because of Games Pass. Let me get it because I want to take that. No, I got it, one, because Games Pass has become a very popular thing, and I'll talk about that here in a little bit, but two, to be able to give our listeners feedback and information that we get to primarily me right now feeding it to Hollywood telling him my experiences and everything from it but basically giving you that first person experience of games pass from a gamer that's been gaming for a long time that does it that prefers the old school way of gaming versus new school which is yes. you know digital versus um you got it hard so copy. you could review it essentially yeah yeah and it's so, basically more review reasons and but. you and you told you I remember you said so you did say that it kind of came with your whole setup there yeah. Um, so and so it worked out. Um, but all I'm saying is, when you play as a gamer, it's an experience, right? The the games that you played, you know, I always kind of talk about the old school games when we were growing up. Clear, we didn't, you know, you didn't get a new game every time one came out. Your mom would buy you one. You might not get one for till next Christmas or something. So Very you had to so. take that game and play it. If it was a hard game, you just had to figure it out because you wanted to keep playing it. Yep. Those are the ones you remember the most, right? The ones you dedicated, you had that experience with. Absolutely. And when you're having these shallow experiences because you want to check out the next big game, oh, Outriders is out. Okay, well then, you know, you know, Tomb Raider comes out. Oh, there's a new Uncharted. Oh, there's a new whatever. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two comes out. So you're just touching in all these games and you're never really sitting in on them. And if you think you will, I'm here to tell you, you there's probably a handful that will. You're not going to. It's too tempting. There's too many great games on there. So it almost works against it. In fact, the guy that I was watching his review of it, he loved it. And he even said he's... He said, quite honestly, I'm a little overwhelmed, though, by all the games. And that's exactly what happened when I played PlayStation Now. I tried to get an, uh, the closest one that I got into was God of War 3. I probably played five hours of it, and then I got off of it because there's a whole bunch of other games I wanted to try. Okay, that's one reason why, and I got others too, but I'm just going to kind of leave it there clear. Uh, what what do you got on that? Well, so um, I'll go with the um, – it's not really a – anti-position or a different no, position no. from you this on it, that. This but, a fan versus hater. This is but, a discussion. But, but I mean, I, I, I feel you on the whole being overwhelmed with games because uh, when I first clicked on the Xbox, went into Games Pass and started looking, I'm like, what do I play first? I had no clue. Just was scrolling through. It's like there's so many options. It's just overwhelming. And two... For me, I've, I've got ADHD, and so with that, I, I had a really hard time trying to focus in, in on one game and playing one game and sticking with one game. What did help me out in that was the um, cloud version of Games Pass that I could play on my Android because it was more limited there on the games there. And Hollywood at the point uh, when I picked up Forager through uh, Games Passes or had already hyped that game up. And so it was easy for me to jump into that game and just focus on that one game because of the hypeness there. Now, granted, I haven't it's been diving It's a simplistic game as well. Yeah, it's a very fun game. It's a blast. So if you if you if you want to play a fun game, it's uh, Forager is a great game to check out. But also too, you know, um, I, I really can't give a full judgment on that because you know, in the past, oh gosh, a little over a month or so, I've 
started, you know, taking medication for my ADHD and I've been able to focus more and things like that. So I don't know how my reaction would be there, but I still, as I'm looking at these titles over here, I'm still feeling overwhelmed as I look down them. But I also look at it this way. I get a chance to play a lot of games that I probably never would have even spent the money on because I have access to them now through my $15 a month subscription. You know, and so like when I'm looking at that, I'm like, okay, well, there's some games here that I've seen in the store and might would might would have wanted to play, but just didn't want to spend the money on them. But now I can. Like one game here is called Steep. That was a game, if I'm not mistaken, I think came free on uh, PS Plus, and that was a lot of fun to play. Um, it's a fun game, so I see it here. You know, Outlast. I'm not into the horror games and everything, but it's here on Games Pass. I might would try it. It's Outlast 2 right here. Um, MLB The Show 21. It's on Xbox Series X now. It was a PlayStation exclusive. Now it's on here, and it's on Games Pass. You know, so those games are there. Games that I normally wouldn't spend money on but enjoy, because I do like baseball games, are now at my disposal here to play you know i got an nhl 21 hockey game you know all these kind of different games that i wouldn't spend money on that i have a chance now to play and then one game from the past destroy all humans was a fun game back on some of the older consoles i have that option to play it now on a new console without having to track down that cartridge so i mean there are advantages to the games pass but i do understand the feel and the thing of being overwhelmed looking at all of these titles and just getting almost burned out because of being overwhelmed. Yeah, and you take a game like the baseball game. I mean, these games are not like we're used to. When you play these baseball games, you got a character you made, you got a tryout at the qualifiers, you get called into the double-A, and then you play and play and play, get pulled up to triple-A, play, 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 play. I still haven't got called up in 2019 yet, and I've stopped playing it. Um, it just and imagine if you had another game at your disposal just as you're just as eager to play you're not going to want to play it this all sounds good at first right too much of a good thing is you can't get enough of a good thing type of thing but i'm telling you as a real as a true gamer these are not shallow games these are story invested games forager is a great one to to kind of play on these because there's not a story to it you just kind of get on there and and do it it's really addicting but um it's like a minecraft type of thing but uh so here's you know, a here's a curveball for you as you're talking about like uh, MLB the Show 21, and if you look right beside it, the game that is here on my list right beside is a game that Hollywood would definitely jump from the show to just because of not being able to get into it. It's Dragon Quest Builders 2. You know, Hollywood plays Dragon Quest, likes it. He's played the, he likes the Minecraft games. And so it's a mix of the two there where you're getting those two worlds there. And so you've got that, that would draw him right over there. But you scroll down further, you get more games and more games. And it just becomes this bottomless pit of what do I play? Right. And, um, and you know, before we had this, right. And and this is the thing too. So I don't get too far off track, but this is logical, it's a logical business move, just like an, it's the Netflix for gaming, right? So you would assume, oh, movies did it. This will do it, too. Movies is an hour and a half experience or TV shows or whatever, right? Um, this is not a super in-depth that you're going to dedicate 40, 50 hours to f- figure out the story. You know, we're not talking about series and TV. So I'm sure there's an argument to be made, okay? Um, before this, you just if you saw Steep or you saw um, Dragon Quest builders you just download the demo mm-hmm. right and then you can play it 
and they give you and the demos are designed to get you to want to buy the game so you get enough of the demo to determine whether or not you like the game so you could try it that way and that was a lot of fun when you were just kind of bored of let me just get on uh, xbox live and go see if there's a couple of demos i can try and then buy the game that way um it like again it just it looks and sounds amazing um, but I'm just warning you guys, I, I don't think it's the future. Like n- now didn't really take off that well. And of course it's still in beta. Everything's still in beta. Right. Um, and so the, uh, uh, there's a couple other problems I had with it, man. One of the things was, let's say you, you you move or and that's, that's, that's not a good example. That's not a good example. I've spent sixty dollars on um outriders probably in the past two months that's it maybe maybe even a little bit i don't know when the what game i bought before that that i really wanted maybe call of duty uh cold war um that i was really into playing so those two games 120 bucks okay so let's just say i bought two three games a year so 120 180 so yeah you're spending that money and you're probably going to make up for it for Games Pass. But if you're playing Games Pass and you're playing all the good games you want, or you're in the, oh, this is the other thing, you're in the middle of a good game and they, and they take it off because they do yeah. take the games off of there. They do. Um, that's that's also a problem. Um, but if you if you can't find a game, you're still paying for it, right? You're exactly. still paying if you, if you can't find a game you want to play. If you're not playing it, you put it down for a month, you're still paying for it because you don't want to stop paying that monthly fee to get out of the cycle there. Yeah. Um, but it's I like say, renting I your house versus buying a house. <laughs> you buy the game, you own it, or you're renting games. You don't. It's like own leasing them. a car versus buying a car. Exactly, I mean, buying yeah. or leasing. I mean, so let, let me do, let me throw this out there too, just so people do understand, there is a dis, a distinction between Games Pass and PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now is more or less a rental service of streaming games versus. Xbox Games Pass of being able to, you know, have a game for X amount of time. Yes, you're paying for a service, but PlayStation Now is more of a rental service versus the game delivery service, what Games Pass is being advertised as. PlayStation Now, you could pay $15 a month and play as much as you wanted. Yeah, 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 but you're still streaming the games. The you games are streaming. Are, the, the games are not downloaded to your console. In Games Pass, the games are downloaded to your console, so you're not streaming it. The only time you stream a game on Games Pass is when you're playing it on your phone. We'll do it through the cloud-based setup. Yeah, but it's still just the all-access game. I mean, I'm sure that PlayStation Now would just say, I mean, okay, we're not going to stream anymore. Uh, okay, for the, for the purpose of... You get to play whatever game you want. Yes, the services are the same. The way they deliver the games are not the same. Okay. You know, one's delivering it by streaming. One's delivering it by putting it on your console so you're not having to stream it and have that possibility of losing bandwidth or not being able to play it. I couldn't play PlayStation <clears throat> Now where I am at right now because of the of my bandwidth issues, but I can play Games Pass because I can download the game to my console. Yeah. So it's just... For Games the sake pa- of this argument, we're just going to say you have a perfect internet connection. You can stream flawlessly. Yep. Okay, so we're not going to get into all the different. And it, but that is a, that is a problem, of course. But the uh, that you know, if you don't have good internet connection, you're not going to be able to uh, stream. So, dude, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that it's a good way to game, honestly. 
I don't think that you're, I don't think it does not meet the H and K keeping game in pure quality seal of, of quality, man. And based on those type, those reasons that I just mentioned, I know there's kind of, they seem shallow, but get it yourself. I guarantee you, I, I, I don't know who a very casual gamer will get it and have that streaming service and just kind of touch on every little game that comes out. That's a very casual gamer. I don't do even that, think a casual think. gamer would do that just because a casual gamer, they're going to pick up a game, play it for a little bit and then put it down. You know, yeah, they that's what they're going to do and go to the next game. They, and well, they, and, but the thing is, is I don't think they're going to pick up that many games throughout, you know, a, a cycle or let's just call a month, a cycle. I don't think they, t- they pick up that many games through a cycle just because usually a casual gamer will get into a game, play it for a little bit and then put it down and walk away. You know, I don't see a casual gamer, being um benefiting greatly from it unless they're the type of person that can play a game for five minutes and then jump over to another game for five minutes you know and and that's that's kind of rare in gaming just because there's so the games are so so many games are so story driven and you've got to get into the game to understand it and get a feel for it i mean you would it, never see it but i guarantee there's a metric that way we all know there's a metric you know there's a metric i know that i know that microsoft has the metric for how long what's the average time at one of the gamers with games pass sticks to a game. They would never release that because that's going to look bad for their system. Microsoft doesn't even release their console sales. Everything's still speculation on console sales. I mean, right now the speculation is, is that Microsoft has never made a dime off of selling a console, which I mean, they actually probably sell every console at a loss and probably always have. They make their money from all the software. I mean, that's, that's Microsoft's business model. Yeah. And so they're not going to release that. I mean, uh, but go ahead. Oh well, I mean, I just want to say this is the flip side. I mean, you're looking at Games Pass that launched in June of 2017, and it's basically has become the central point of Microsoft's gaming business. And this is what I've talked about for a long. This is what I've talked about for a long time. Microsoft is getting away from the consoles because they're not making any money off of it. The reason why they're pushing it to your phones and seeing if they can push AAA games to your phone is to see if they can get rid of a console because they see what the Nintendo Switch has done. Nintendo Switch blew them out of the water in no time flat in less than half the time Microsoft was out with the uh, Xbox One. And they see that and they're trying to capitalize on it based on that. And two, when you're looking at, they started in 2017 uh, 2017 June of 2017 and as of January of 2021 they've attracted over 18 million subscribers to that that's 18 million people paying a minimum of 14.99 a month think yeah. about that that is where their business is that's where their bread and butter is and that's where they're trying to push their that's why they're trying to push their ecosystem to gaming as a service. Hence, why they're trying to push to having uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox uh, Companion in all PCs and on all um, Windows machines. That's what they're doing. They're doing it now. They've been doing it for a long time. You can even play Games Pass now on your PC, no problem. You can even buy Games Pass just for your PC. You know, I mean, you've got that that happening there. And two, with the fact that they don't make much money, if any, off of every console they sell. There's a reason right there clearly for that. And then, too, considering that their only competition, quote-unquote competition, is Sony 
with their PlayStation Now. Sony's PlayStation Now has been open for um, I can't I don't even remember how long, but um, you're looking at um, it, it launched in 2015 and it's got tons of and trust me their content is more. They've got more than 700 PS2, PS3, and PS4 games which can be streamed to a PS5, PS4, or PC, and over 300 PS4 titles which can be downloaded and played on consoles. They've been open since uh, been have, have been in business with their cloud gaming since 2015, and they call it cloud gaming too. That Microsoft doesn't call theirs cloud gaming; Sony does. They've been open since 2015, and they only have as of I know these numbers are a little off and not quite all the way into 2021, but as of April of 2020, they only had 2.2 million subscribers. That shows you where they're getting dominated at. Sony might have the better ecosystem and better games, but they don't have the market on game delivery service. So you're right. Uh, PS Now currently has 2.2 million paid subscribers. It's up an incredible 120% year over year. Sadly, which is not sad, is happily, this is just 2% of PS4's current 106.8 million install base. So 2% of the gamers are playing PS Now. That should tell you something big time right there. That cloud gaming is not the future right now. It might be one day when we're in our 90s or older, but I mean, when you're looking at 100 plus consoles from the PS4 and only 2% of them have PlayStation Now, that tells you something. You know, now granted, I would hate to see the number uh, comparison of. Xbox versus subscribers there, but I'm willing to bet it's higher mainly because you're going to have more people subscribing on PC because they have the game, the PC now to play it. And people have always been saying that are PC gamers that the games are always lacking there because you don't get those titles that are on Xbox and PlayStation. You don't get the big titles like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn, although I know Horizon Zero Dawn has gone over there. You know, you don't get those big titles. You don't get the Halos, the Gears of War and things like that on your PC. Xbox said, hey, we can fix that, and that's why they have probably over the 18 million subscribers that they have. You said the PS Now can be on PC as well. It can. I don't know. I haven't gone. I haven't gone into that. I mean, probably what I'm. Probably what's happening out of that is with is with the um, PC companion for the PlayStation um, that you have because uh, PS4, play, PS5 can be. You can stream it onto your system with the um, uh, PlayStation companion app, and so that might be how they're saying that's on PC. I've I've never actually tried to do or even. I don't even subscribe to PlayStation now, so I don't know if they actually have a service that you can actually put on there and have a little icon, kind of like you would with uh, Steam for PC for gaming and whatnot. So, and you know what it says. So I'll go ahead and give you these statistics. This was in uh, 2017 fiscal year. They had 700,000, and I'm just this is PlayStation now, so Xbox it might be a little bit better, but it's still going to be similar. So we're, my point is 700,000 fiscal year 17, fiscal year 18. 1 million fiscal year 19 2.2 million as we said okay i wish we had the numbers for how many are first time users and how many yes. are continued users you know did that 700,000 stay or did they how many of that 700,000 dropped off um i would be willing to bet a lot mm-hmm. um and you know 
I, there's I don't want I don't know if I'm gonna jump to that this point yet, but it is is you're just renting the game. I mean both 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 services in essence is just a game. It's a prepaid rental. rental. It's a prepaid exactly. rental. It's a basically a game fly for digital rentals. You are paying for that rental whether you play the game or not. Yep. So uh, why don't you own it? <laughs> you know, why don't you own your game? I've talked about playing uh, to the past. I just play the very same cart, Super NT, that I have. Zelda cart. That's how I'm able to do the mirror glitch. It came out exactly the day. It came mm-hmm. out in 92, 93. And it's amazing to be able to play it on that cart the exact same way. Now, there's two. So I, we, here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to clarify here. Clear. There's more to gaming than just playing the game. That's essentially what we're saying. Absolutely. There's experiences that you're having with your children, with yourself, or whatever. Yes. Um, that you want to relive later. I'm telling you, and you want to, and you want to own this. I've told you that the collection that I have. I think I looked at it the other day. Clear. Remember, we were talking to me, uh, or talking to Rob. All of us yep. were me, you, Rob. Uh, it was like eleven thousand dollars worth. It's up yeah. to like thirteen thousand something now. So yeah, this, yeah, this has been the crazy things. They've been going, going up really high. Granted, this, this is a unique time, but the point is, your money's still there, and I can play the game whenever I want, and I can look at the game. It's on my uh, collection thing. It's val- It's value added from from your angle there, and you know, yeah. with digital, you're going to eventually have a point where you don't have a way to say, hey. I still have this game. Like in five years, I'm not going to be able to play MLB The Show 21, even if it was the best version of MLB The Show ever. Yep. If like I'm doing Tiger it was games 2005, past, I'll be able to say it. I mean, exactly. I mean, when you're looking at games like that, and especially games in the sporting genre, because they've changed all the time constantly, and you get a version that's better than, or you feel that's better than this version. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just. The digital is just you don't have that hands-on feel for it. You don't get to keep it. Eventually, it's going to be gone if you ever switch. I mean, even if you buy a game digitally, download it onto your device, if anything happens to that device, hard drives corrupt. Hard drives fail. They will eventually die. They don't last forever. The game's gone at that point. You've gone. lost it especially if they've pulled it off their services because eventually they're going to pull that game off their service even if it's on the PlayStation Store or the Xbox Store. It's going to eventually come off there and you're not going to be able to get it back eventually one day. If you have the hard copy of it, you'll always have it. Even if it's even if it's one of the new generation games that have to download the game onto your device, if for any reason your hard drive fails, it corrupts, yeah, you might lose your save, but guess what? You still got the disc. You can stick it in there and start all over. Yep. And a lot of these games now, like Outriders, you have to be online. You have to connect. Yep. This is not good. This is just as bad as running the game because later on, I'm not going to be able to play this game. Nope. If it, it, here's, I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. If there is, uh, there are certain cases for digital. I'm going to make two now. One, my son. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets a Switch uh, for his birthday coming up that he might not know about. Ooh. Oh, quiet. Yeah. It's oh, a that's right. His version. birthday soon. That's forgot. He he yeah. he's got birthday close to mine. <laughs> that that's when you might get digital games, so they didn't get chewed up, lost, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like eight. So um also uh the other case is that if the game is on like Destiny, where it's always online, it makes no point to have the disc because one hundred percent makes no point. Once they shut the servers down, their disc is useless. So those can be digital. If I don't own Outriders, was going to be Outriders was sold out at GameStop. Mm-hmm. All the GameStops I went to, I had to go to Target. I think they had like five. Um, but 
if I would have known that it was who had to be online, I wouldn't have any problem buying digital because it's not going to matter. Right. If I can't connect, I can't play. And that's the only reason why I haven't bought the actual game copy of Outriders is for that fact. And two, it it's one of the first AAA games that was released on release day on Games Pass. And that's the time that I feel like Games Pass can have its value there because you're not spending on a game that's going to, you know, eventually be useless to you because once it's useless to you it's going to be off the system it's going to be off the service and then there you go you you're done with it anyway what but was... also too the kicker too or not, not the kicker but the reverse of that is is if you're relying on games pass to always give you those games that you want to play sometimes you're going to have to wait sometimes right. you're going to be paying that monthly fee and not be playing one of the new games that you want to it's gonna take. It's gonna pull from your financial resources, so you can't go buy this other game <laughs> that you want. You know, it's just one of those situations where, what do you want to spend your money on? Do you want to spend it on a service that might not ever get you the game that you want, that you're taking a chance on, or do you want to save the money to be able to buy the game you want at all times and go grab it off the shelf and buy it and play it? Now you're going from games pass where you have access to hundreds of games to only buying two or three tops games a year but you've got games that you're going to play versus that hold on not necessarily true i know exactly what you're saying but let's think of it this way now i just thought of this as you were saying you're right if you you have to wait on games pass for the new triple a title right so you're playing older games well guess what uh what was it some game came out that you it would did not come out and I, I wanted you to play it and I was talking to you about it and you said it's not on Games Pass. I thought it was on Games Pass. I don't remember which one it was. Regardless, let's just say it's Outriders. Okay, and you want to play it? You're oh, that, still was paying. A, that was Star Wars Squadron. Squadrons. Because okay. that's when it first came out because I was like, oh, I can play it on uh, Games Pass because EA, EA Play is part of Games Pass. Well, they never pushed it on to um, okay. Games Pass. So a new AAA title comes out they don't push it to Games Pass and you want to play it, you're paying $60 for it, just like everybody else, and you're still paying for Games Pass. Now, the flip side for me, I'll buy a handful of AAAs right away, and you know these games go down. How much is Star Wars Squadrons now? 20 bucks. Yep. You know, and so they go down if you just waited until it, it pushes to Games Pass. Okay, well, or you could have just waited anyway and paid 20 bucks for it. Or you get these bundles, like I'm just looking over there, We Happy Few. Uh, Red Faction, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Resident Evil 2 Remake. These games I can get for 10 bucks each or less. We Happy Fuse, like $5. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still coming out better with six games that I own, that I own and can resell if I need to, if I don't like them, and play them whenever. Um, and probably making out better in price. I'm just saying I, they think it's the future of gaming. And because of Netflix and this type of thing and what type of gamer plays it. And this is when I say casual, I don't necessarily mean like based on the number of hours played. I mean, they don't care. They don't get into the collecting part of it. They don't get into the nostalgia part. They just get on there and play the next thing. And they might not even get get into the stories either. Yeah, they just get Um, on there and play. I mean, so so here here's another thing too, and let's see if I can remember what I was thinking. Okay, so you're looking at, you know, you got 18 million subscribers on 
Games Pass and 2.2 million subscribers on um, PlayStation Now. That's let's just call it right there uh, a nice, cool 20 million subscribers. Even if it's just compared to just the place people that own PlayStation Fours, PlayStation Fours is what a hundred and did it break a hundred and twenty million sales? Yeah, it was uh right up there somewhere. So it's like hundred twenty million sales. Uh, so you're looking at. Yeah, um, one point one hundred six million. Uh, one hundred six million. Four. So let's call it. Let's just yeah. for, for for numbers' sake, that's only you know a hundred million. That was last year. This time last year. So so you're looking at twenty million subscribers versus a hundred million just PlayStation fours. We're not even counting the Xboxes, and this is a total of everybody that subscribed to those game services. What 20, 20 million of a hundred million is what twenty percent or twenty percent or eighteen percent. You know, so you're looking at. It's not even 20% of all the people that own PlayStation 4s that are doing that. You know, when you add in your Xboxes and you add in your PCs, and you're at you, that's this is where it really kicks in hard. PCs, because they make Xbox Games Pass playable on PCs. Not specific ones, but PCs. Most PCs can play some of these games. So you're looking at high, high numbers. I bet you out of all of the devices that can play Xbox Games Pass efficiently and that can play PlayStation Now efficiently, you're probably only looking at less than 5% of all that population that are on it. Way less. Probably even less than that. I'm giving them 5% as a very generous that should tell you right there that these types of services are not the future. They might be making money for people, but they are definitely not the future. I mean, because for me, something that's uh, going to be the money future. For people. I mean, I, I mean, make money for you, sure, great, make money with it. But for me personally, and hopefully, I would think for Hollywood Cole, just us here at H and K. For it to be something that's going to be the future, man, that's got to be ta- tapping up there close to that fifty percent. You know, I mean, if it's going to be the future, it's got to be something that people are going to, that are driving it to, that are that are going for it. And even when you're combining all of the people that subscribe to both PlayStation Now and Xbox Games Pass are barely even touching close to 20% of everybody that owns just a PS4. You know, that's not even yeah. the PS5 that can play it. That's not even the Xbox devices that can play it. It's right. not the future. At least not now. It's not. It's yeah, at still least not now. buying. I don't games. think it's. I don't think it's going to be. If you remember this, you know, COVID and all this. Yeah. I live in Panama City Beach, and so Panama City next door here, uh, Callaway, and so on. There's a GameStop in Callaway. There's a GameStop in Panama City Beach, and there's one also in Panama City. But what happened during that pandemic? Uh, when you wanted to go buy a video game, you couldn't go into a store and buy one. Yeah, they were they were sold, sold out. out of everything, not just. Wait a minute, there's a deadly disease out there supposedly, right? I'm not mm-hmm. getting into this whole thing, but I'm just saying people weren't scared to go to the store. You could down that would that encourage you to just download the digital download, right? Why didn't everybody just download digital? They didn't do it. That's what the reason I bring it up in Panama City. We have plenty of good internet connection here, so mm-hmm. easy to just download. They didn't do it. They don't want it. They want the game. Right, so that's the future, and you're talking about eighteen. How many people had Xbox Games Pass? Eighteen million or 18 something. Eighteen million as of January twenty-one. How many of that is because it came with the console? Right, you already got it. You got it for free. You couldn't even buy the some some consoles. You had to buy Games Pass with the console to get it. Well, I mean, you didn't have to. They didn't sell them specifically like that. You could buy it. You could you could get Games Pass with it and buy the all access to do it. 
it, it, the question would be how many people went out and specifically seeked out the Games Pass Ultimate or the All Access. It's called All Access to get the Xbox Series X or S. And um, I think it was just the X that was in the All Access to begin with. And they so, might yeah, have added So you could the buy S. it with that. Is what I'm saying. Like, if you had, if you were looking, like, if me, if I'm looking for an Xbox and the only one is a, is a $600 one that's at the store, but it, but, but I got a year of all access, then I'm just going to buy it. You well, know I mean, what I'm you could you could sometimes find that, but you don't find that very often. It's it's usually with the with the um, bundles you're finding games and all of that attached to it because that's what um, Ga- uh, GameStop kind of got. I'm not gonna say in trouble, but kind of got gamers ruffled because when they started selling the PlayStation fives. Um, in, in the batches that they were doing, they were forcing you to buy a bundle to do it. Whether it was yeah. a real bundle or not, you had to buy two games and an extra controller to be able to buy the console. Yeah, and so I've seen that on I've seen that on uh, um, X on GameStop is where I was looking, and I'm trying to find it now yeah. on Best Buy. Yeah, they had so uh, so you go to like BestBuy.com, you can look up All Access X, Xbox All Access there, and they sell it through there. Um, it's a because they use a separate vendor. Uh, sit, I think it's Citizens One to quote unquote give you the financing of that because it is financing the the system. But you're not gonna buy like an Xbox and pay like your six hundred dollars for it plus you know this because it's five ninety nine plus tax the six hundred dollars and have a year of games pass with it you're not you're not gonna get those bundles like that you're gonna get an all access to where you have to buy the console with the financing and do it like that that's how they have the all access set up it's not okay. where you can go pay the 600 for the console and then have the two years of games I pass s- plus you know I swear I thought I saw something like that, but it, it don't matter because, like you said, all access. So if you're gonna, if somebody didn't have five hundred dollars plus a game, so six hundred, seven hundred dollars, they're just gonna buy the all access, get it for thirty five, just like you did. Mm-hmm. So the point is that people, it's easier sometimes just to to be to have that. Right? It is if you're able to finance it, then it's it's easier. It's a it's a quick way to do it. I mean, for me, it's like okay, I didn't have the money all up front to pay for two consoles. You know, you're looking at over twelve hundred dollars for two consoles right up there up front. That's why I got Games Pass because I'm man, I can get both consoles, and I'm only having to pay an upfront cost for one console. See, you know, here's a, here's them. one that gives you uh, a package: Xbox Series X, one terabyte plus black plus two more items, and one of them is Xbox Games Pass Ultimate for three months. Yeah, the three months. So it's five hundred and eighty dollars. So, uh, you know, so you had these bundles like that. So how many? I understand they're trying to do that to yeah. get people to oh, see, you should like this, get addicted to it, or just put your credit card in and forget. We'll make it real hard to cancel. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I, there's yeah. probably quite a few people tied in like that. But you know, anyway, eighteen million sounds high. Is what I'm getting at. But I will we'll say see to, after this first year how many I will, people. And I will to say, to say that through the bundle that Hollywood just mentioned, the Games Pass doesn't come on the system. It you have a card that you have to put a code in to get it. Yeah. So you have to put a code in. My Xbox with all access, I didn't have a code. It was already loaded on my Xbox when I turned it on. It said all access. This, this Xbox was purchased with all access. Games Pass Ultimate is already loaded on here. Enter your information. 
Yeah. So so they came a like little bit that. different style there on the two different ways of doing it. Just so y'all, just so you listeners know, and don't get confused saying, oh well, you know, they set it over here like this. There there is two different ways to do it. But Hollywood is correct. You can buy it and get a three month of all access in the bundles because right now for any of the new consoles. If you're going to get one, you're going to end up probably most likely having to buy a bundle for it. So anyway, we'll just go ahead and start close this thing out. I just want to say this. I know this is not the popular opinion right now. If you look on YouTube and all this, it was a new big thing, blah, blah, blah. But man, we're old school. We're purists. Oh, it's just, oh, they're just afraid of something new. We're not, I promise you. But um, I'm just telling you, beware if you think this is going to be the next big thing. Is I think you're hurting yourself in the long run. If you're a serious gamer, go ahead and purchase the games that you want to play and enjoy those games to the fullest and uh, save them and be able to play them again later, man, because you're going to want to come back to them. I promise you, you're going to want to come back to them. And this is coming from someone that has Games Pass. Go buy the games you like. You're going to be a lot happier that way. I promise you. Don't get me wrong. I like Games Pass, and I'm having fun with it, and I'm going to enjoy it. But when my two-year subscription's paid out and it's done, I'm probably going to shut it off and just get the games I like. Because L- Let me ask you this, Clear. What's the last game you've actually finished? That all the way through? finished all the like way through? Played God, it all the, like a big one, yeah. So heck, you, 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 you do kind of touch it on all the different games. I definitely, I definitely am the type that jump around on games like crazy. I mean, probably the last one that I played all the way through, if you're not including the expansion of Iceborne, was Monster Hunter World. Yeah, you played you played that a long time. And then, and then, of course, the other one was Destiny One that I com- went all the way through. I, every expansion on it, I completed it all the way through. Yeah, and Destiny and Monster Hunter, you played a Destiny lot. Destiny Two, probably up until. God, let's see. I, I probably stopped playing after Forsaken, yeah. uh, right there around that point. Whenever, um, and, and sorry if you don't know this yet, but if you don't know this yet, and you're in the Destiny Two world, and you just you you've, you're, you're you're walking around blind. But basically, I played it up until Cade Six died. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. So you kind of jump around anyway, and you're not even, and you're still saying pick the games you want i definitely pick the games you want man i mean like i said i jump around all the time on games but if i i mean honestly i would have gone and bought forger and after getting a sample of for of forza i try to put i try to say forza horizon all in one word forza horizon four after getting a taste of that game i would have gone out and bought it because i mean i you i mean it, like hollywood says you know we used to play these demos and he'd get you the feel of the game and then get you all up hyped up to play it and, and you I mean, can probably buy both of those games for less than 20 bucks total probably total. so forager's less than ten dollars i know and four is a four i believe is one of the older ones four is a horizon four yeah uh, the horizon four is actually one of the newer ones the horizon I'm yeah. not a big. I don't know about the for, uh, Forza's that you've much, got, but you've got Forza, which is the main line, and the Horizon is like a split from that. And Horizon, uh, from what I know and from what I've played, uh, Horizon Four is the newest one of the Horizon line. Okay. All right. Well, cool. So I do want to say this. I'm going to give you guys a heads up of what we're going to do on our um, upcoming season. So I'll go ahead and say. Episodes 1 to 50 are considered Season 1. Episodes um, 50 to 100 will be Season 2. 
and then 100 on. Every 50 episodes is going to be a new season, so we're going to do something for every 50th episode, okay? So next season, we're going to start taking questions uh, live. So I'll say live. We're going to check the email, and then we're going to um, answer the questions as we get the email. So like at this point of the show, we'd say, okay, well let's check the inbox and then we'll answer a question. So, well, well, I'll, I'll throw a curveball in there. If we get all the, um, and this is throwing back to, I know I said, I'd mentioned discord later on. If we get discord put together, discord could possibly be a part of season three. And we actually could have people voice chat with us during the podcasts while we're recording and actually could possibly take a live question. Okay. We could so have that regardless, ability. we're going to have questions in some form or fashion. In the meantime, hnkexp at gmail.com is when we just set up for now. We got websites and all that maybe coming later. But hnkexp at gmail.com. If you have a question and we will, at this point of the show, we will take a question and answer it. And it could be anything. We don't care. I mean, it could be any anything geek culture, not to be video game related. Uh, we'll answer it or just any random random question it'll be fun so as long as it's not obscene as long as it's nothing that's out of our it'll just be beeped out as I'm as I'm asking it (laughs) (laughs) and our answer will be beeped Um, so I do do want to mention this before we jump off because I did I did say I would have some discord news Um, and this was in the news with uh, Sony Sony and discord announced a new partnership on May 3rd of uh, this year and basically you're going to be able to put the um platform of discord directly onto playstation consoles uh, in early 2022 so look on for that and there could be more news coming down they plan to actually expand it more than just that and it might be a pretty cool future for the consoles as far as hanging out with your friends cool all right so there you go h and k exp at gmail.com and we look forward to your questions i look forward to uh we both do look forward to just uh i look forward to get on on facebook and seeing the gaming lounge activity chopping up games with you guys having a lot of fun there so hopefully we can get more involved in the uh in the questions here as well so anyway and we hope to have more things coming in season three you know oh it's gonna be good in season three hollywood mentioned possible (laughs) website we're working on things like that working on possible discord stuff all that good stuff so be prepared for that and you might you might even get the return of the gamer dad chronicles okay so here's all the key things there clears working on all those so we have have no idea if that's true or not (laughs) so anyway so just keep that in mind all right well i'm good man i think we did a good uh rundown on the uh Definitely. The, it actually uh, went longer than I thought we were going to have. Uh, yeah, I know, man. It's, so that was a lot of fun. So it's good to do a late night game chat every so often and just chop it up without any uh, without any uh, real agenda. So, Nick, if you're listening, hit me up, man. I'm going to hit you up. We need to do Link to the Past. All of us. Remember, he Clear, said he hadn't been listening to the podcast regularly lately anyway. He hasn't? I thought he had. No, he said he, had, he, said he missed a few. This is your test. Nick, this is your test. All right. Appreciate y'all. All All right. Take care, everybody.